Hey guys, how are y'all tonight? Tired. Yeah, me too, man. I uh, had a really, it's Wednesday. We're recording on Wednesday. We normally record on Monday. Monday. I don't yeah. ride my bikes on Monday. Uh, yeah, that's right. Monday's a great day because it's kind of a rest day. Wednesday is the day after. Well, you know what Wednesday is the day after, right, Bodie? The day after Tuesday. Day after Tuesday, which also means it's the day, <laughs> the day after Tuesday loops. Yes, after meme, meme Tuesday memes. Yeah. Which, I mean, I haven't done Tuesday Loops in a while, but apparently it is the most important race on the calendar, <laughs> as far as I can see. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, well, speaking of memes, I, uh, I memed you, Bodie, a uh, little meme between us, I, uh, that, that, I had, that? that I'd actually won Tuesday Loops this week. Yeah, you did. You yeah, because I, I registered for Masters 50 plus oh. instead of just going with the open category. Boom. Nice. Uh, but no, that's not actually where I was going with this. Um, I uh, I went out for uh, I had a good I had a good Tuesday loops this yeah. week. Maybe it's because all of the fast guys didn't show up this week, but I felt a lot better about myself. But but another thing that I that I did this week that I don't normally do is um, I went for a, a ride Tuesday morning as well. Wow. Cool. Openers. You did some openers for Tuesday Loops. Matt, you just you just got you just took my punchline. God damn it. Well, good evening and welcome to episode eighty-five of the Yeah You Ride Podcast. This is the Bodie Bodie. Hey, Bodie, this is the T-Bone, and I am a member of the class of 85. Okay. Wow. That's high school, right? High school. High school. I'm 88. Yeah, so I'm a little behind you there, T-Bone. Yeah. Do you guys want to know what class I am? Uh, 96? (laughs) No. 2005. Yes, the smoke-free class of 2000. Wow. We planted True. a tree and everything in middle school. Guys, True you had to deal with the whole millennium bug and everything. Yeah. I yeah, mean, Y2K. it must have been a stressful time. It's not at all. Yeah, <laughs> the internet wasn't as big to uh, make it stressful. Um, but guys, I mentioned earlier, I'm pretty exhausted because I did a little workout before this podcast because it is Wednesday. Mm. Uh, Monday is my rest day. Friday is also my rest day. Um, but I was kind of thinking on the way back as I was, you know, dogging it back home, just trying to push into the headband and get home in time to make it over here that the workout I did was it was a tough one it's kind of one of my least favorite but also kind of my favorite because I feel like it has some pretty good gains attached to it Mm. Um, this wasn't I was describing the workout to you on the way over Matt the 40 20 so a tabata workout a little longer on the on section uh, 40 seconds on 20 seconds off oh I I thought you meant 40 minutes on 20 minutes off (laughs) That was that was uh, forty minutes full gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of that's I guess that's your threshold pace. Yeah. Um, yeah. So forty seconds on and twenty seconds off. You do that. You know, I do five times. Take a break. Do it again. Um, I I think that's I think of a it's a really good workout and I feel like I've gotten some fitness off of that one. You know, obviously my other things I've done as well. But I was wondering if you guys have any workouts that you kind of despise yet really know is is a it's good for uh, sharpening up the old uh, tools in the toolbox. Yeah. It's been so long. I think I've forgotten all of the workouts that I hate the most. Um, so obviously yours is like uh, the, the the section on loops from the bridge to Robert E. Lee. That's the part you hate the most. 
Yeah, that's that's where that that's where the gap is always trying to form, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, I would say, I mean, there are a couple of different ones for me. I always felt that uh, over-unders, like a, like the sort of like 10-minute over-unders and then a break and then another 10-minute over-unders and then a break was always hard but beneficial. But the ones that really hurt are the short ones. The short ones really, you pay for those, um, not necessarily at the time, but afterwards when it's like, you're just like done with it and you're like wow i can i'm still like breathing heavily for kind a kind of long. you want to puke you, usually yeah. i actually i kind of want to die like like you literally feel like you're kind of like the brain has like pushed into the back of your eyeballs and you can't like see and it's just yeah that's yeah. kind of how i or, felt or you, or you actually if you're doing a workout inside where you can really you know you can't you can't get to that blinding level on the bike without entering a danger zone where mm. you might crash. Mm. I disagree. Well, no, no, no. Well, hear me out, though. <laughs> I feel like I've entered it this year. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, have you ever done a workout on an indoor trainer where you've literally fallen off the trainer at the end of the workout? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Not. I, yeah, I've, actually, no. I've actually I taken have. the bike off the trainer yeah. because I didn't have the rear axle uh, tightened down enough on it, and I was sprinting hard on the trainer which is hard to do anyway sprinting out of the saddle on the trainer and i actually ripped it off the trainer that's itself what, well yeah you're just when you wear a helmet on yeah, your trainer always you're, yeah. safety, you're safety describing first, guys you're describing something a little different than i'm describing you're, you're you're talking about an effort that actually pulls your bike off the trainer stand. well that was the effort the effort was so Wait, massive okay okay it, hang i'm talking about an effort so hard that you almost okay, pass out and did, fall off okay the bike. has this really happened <laughs> That has happened to me. Yes, wow. I fell okay. off my bike. Okay, one time. well, tell tell us what that workout was. I think it was. You remember that Sufferfest workout? Mm-hmm. I think it was called. Was it called Revolver? Was oh, it Rubber Revol- Glove? No. Well, <laughs> Rubber Glove was the FTP. <laughs> that one. was the FTP. Revolver test. Okay. was the worst. That was, I that never was just the one with the, the, the sixteen S&M connotations. Revolver is the sixteen, the... and it, and somewhere around There's, number ten, it adds a little extra time into it. There was one right. minute on, one minute off. And then it's actually it says it's sixteen, but it's actually seven. They I think it, throw, says, it's, they it th- says it's 15 and it's actually okay, 16. Okay, whatever it says, it's one more than it says because you worst. think you're almost done. It is It is horrific. Yeah. yeah. It's, what is it? It's and it, But it makes one of them a little bit like another 20 seconds longer than a minute. It's 16 one-minute intervals and one of them is a minute and 20 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and it, it, you're right. That is absolutely horrific and makes you want to die. Wow. Uh, I think is, that's the one that made me fall off my bike at it, the end. It's... it's <laughs> That actually, that one, I didn't fall off the bike. I just couldn't get off it. I just, as at the end of it, I just couldn't move and I couldn't get off the bike. And I tried to get off the bike and my right leg cramped up as I was lifting my leg over. And I, and I did kind of fall off of it. You just got After, the got the girls the to bring you a pillow and just laid it on the bars I, and just fell asleep on the head. Daddy needs to lay down for a bit. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, one of my kids came in the room after I'd finished it Fetch on the beer. last one because I was screaming so mm. loud. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that that's, was. That's an embarrassing mm. moment for dad. Yeah, that's yeah. very So here's the thing. So I, I I use the kicker a lot during uh, sort of base season, but mm. any it's too hot to ride the kicker inside. I can't. I've got two fans, got the AC cranked, and I'm dying. So I, I don't ride the kicker inside anymore. I'm you got to upgrade the fans, man. I mean, like, it's summertime. When summer hits, it's like 
That's uh, that's better than being outside. I I, I don't know. Um, anyway, well, so that was that was uh, okay. That's some good trainer talk. Mm. You know, I kind of shredded my legs this weekend, and on Sunday I'd take a Sunday when I got home. Um, I just laid in bed for about six hours during the day, uh, and I got to watch a little bit of mountain biking. Matt, yeah. you told me to watch the uh, the first World Cup. It in was Alpstadt. Yeah, Alpstadt, Germany. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't it, watch the women's race. Do you? I mean, I heard that. I heard that. All I know about the women's race is that Annika Lundvad pulled out. Annika Lundvad pulled out. She just did not look to be having a good time at all. She's um, like too much of a roadie now. I guess like maybe maybe working the road. She was doing the spring classics, right? So um, for Balls Dolmans, and uh, you know, she was doing a lot of work there. And and uh, but I don't know what the deal was. She just uh, pulled the plug. But in American, Kate Courtney won. Yeah, emphatically. And she also won the short track on the Friday night. She's so, the current world champion. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. because That's I, her first World Cup yeah, win. I was going to say, she had won the world championships, and you uh, heard her talk about it after that. She was like, yeah, but I've never won a World Cup, so I'm, I'm not necessarily, anyway, I'm a bit of a, like, I'm kind of below the main contenders, yet I won that. I'm wearing the world champion stripe, so kind of that pressure is on. Yeah. And out of the gate, boom, she wins, like you said, a short track and the um, World Cup. So and, mountain and biking. She, and she gapped everybody and was solo very early on. Uh, Yolanda Neff was um, sitting in second, uh, but just could not keep her pace. Do and, you know what? There's a nickname for Yolanda Neff. Have you heard about this one? No. I think it's come from like the East Coast uh, New England Twitter. Sandy Poof. Sandy Poof. What I, I don't know. What does that, that mean? Does it have to do with her hair? Yeah. I mean, she sends it. Yeah. She yeah. sends it. She's Sandy. Re- and she's she Sandy. And she has that, that poof. I have a poodle, curly hair. Poodle hair. Well, I'm not going to call her a dog. It's Sandy Poof. No, but it's, it's kind of like got that um, yeah. crazy frizz. Yeah. I, Matt, I think you've actually refined the nickname. I think Sandy Poodle would be even better, man. Because <laughs> that just gives you this idea of like a poodle like getting Sandy. Mm, no. Oh, no. No. I don't really want to. No, you don't want to go there. Well, where I come Sending from, poof, poof has a different connotation altogether. So yeah, poofter. You know, well, let's not go there. <laughs> okay. But, uh, All right. Wow. But yeah, that um, yeah, she she. Uh, I mean, Kate Courtney came out blazing this weekend, and uh, I don't know if you follow her on her Instagram and everything. The amount of gym work she does a lot crazy it's gym impressive. work like yeah it's crazy impressive on a but, freaking ball juggling weights like also eating a salad i don't know if this is because she's now on nino's team and have you seen what nino's routines are insane yeah, yeah. it's all core balance stuff too yeah with like super weights. yeah weights and balance all that core stuff i mean it's it looks like it's paying dividends for her. All right, well, well, Bodie, I mean, you brought it up, and maybe not everybody's seen this. Uh, apparently, we all have because we're talking about it. There is a Instagram video of her standing on top of not a, not a BOSU ball with a flat bottom, but an actual round balance exercise ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Standing on top of that, balancing hard enough. I mean, mm-hmm. try that. Just try that one. You're going to break your neck. Mm-hmm. Holding a 25-pound... Uh, like uh, barbell weight, yeah. just the just the weight itself, the, the plate, yeah, the, the plate. plate, in in one hand, mm. and flipping it, yep, 
uh, I don't know, on its... And, like, and then catching it with the other hand? Flipping it and catching it with the other hand back and forth yep. as she balances on the on the ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a crazy... Strength, coordination, balance. Core, yeah, strength, I mean, just yeah. I mean, I think nuts. we need to get on some of that training plan because, you know, guess what, guys? Cross is coming. Um, yeah. So, well, anyway, so... The thing well, about- some somebody else did fairly well at the weekend that we could talk about in that race. Matthew Vanderpoel, I'm going to guess. Won the short track and finished second. Uh, to Lucas Flukiger. Flu- Flukinger? Flukinger? Or Matthias Flukiger. Yeah. Uh, Cindy Fluke. Cindy Fluke. And uh, <laughs> Nino didn't even make... So they have a wide angle at all these races for the podium, right? Yeah. They have a five-man podium. Uh, Nino didn't even make the five-man podium. So, yeah, so that's interesting because uh, Nino has been the dominating force of mountain biking forever. Yep. Uh, uh, what I thought, and to just to, to put that to bed and move on from that, because I, I don't want to talk about it, is that it rained during the race. It yeah. rained a lot. Yeah. The conditions kind of got pretty muddy, and I was surprised... At, it seemed like the mountain bikers had never ridden in slick conditions before. There's that one guy who like crashed like five times. Who was like Nino's off, teammate. Yeah. And then yeah. was out and they were just slipping on the grass. And it was just like, dude, these guys should maybe do a little cyclocross to, uh, prepare for wet conditions. Well, you know what else it made me think from watching this week? And it was like, how awesome would it be to see Kate Courtney, show up in a cross race mm, that would be pretty rad yeah should, I hope maybe she'll do that i hope so what why doesn't nino do some cross i don't know i mean like keep it keep it going through the winter yeah. and 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 pick up some more skills guys you know with some skinnier tires anyway it was interesting to watch a, a full world cup it's probably my second or third one uh, maybe i watched the world championships but just the the production value is pretty awesome oh, the timing sp- with the splits um it's also just the way a mountain bike race is is run it's a little bit longer than a cross race yeah hour and a half ish the pit like technical zone and they were like coming in there and switching tires and i hadn't really seen someone switch out a um uh what do you call it through axle through axle Mm -hmm. and it it was interesting it was a whole new world and uh, it was it was it was fun thing to to uh, watch did you see the start of the men's race Yes, but no, 140 riders. Yes, yeah, a lot. I They're, mean, compared to a cyclocross race, I mean, that's a huge amount of people that are going into a single track yeah. section. That's that's crazy. Yeah, what's the biggest cross field, I guess, was uh, there was a women's field in the World Cup that was close to 80, right? Yeah. 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 So, so this is like almost double that, that size. Yeah. It was it was nuts. And that, these are on wide handlebars and then going into single track. Yeah. Pretty cool. I thought it was great. Uh, Red Bull TV, awesome. Questi giorni quando vieni il bel sole. La 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 la. Well, you know what? You know what? Hasn't been awesome, guys. <laughs> uh, do, do, are, you, are you? Do I really want you to answer? Or do I yeah. want to tell you the answer? Yeah, I know the. I think I know your answer. The Giro. Uh, God, this is lame. I mean, it's really like. 
Hey, we're, we're only we're 11 st- stages in. <laughs> exactly. Come on. I mean, we're at a point where we're, and this is, you know, reported, more than halfway through. Reported Done. in the cycling podcast, I don't, and, but also said in some some interviews and, and by Simon Yates that, like, he's yeah. losing form. The race is so <laughs> dull that the GC riders are, you know, maybe having to do workouts post the stage. Come on. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is the fault of the race director for the way he, they've the race backloaded all the, the mountain yeah, stages, set it up. I mean, yeah. they've had two time trials, which but you know are have GC implications. But it's just you know what you know, and you know if you look at the Giro and you look at the Tour of California, and I brought this up to you guys, I was like, who the hell is at the Giro for EF? And you kind of go through the list of people: Tunnel, Kangart. Um, Sasha Modolo, and then you look at the EF squad at Tour of California, and you're like, oh, obviously, Tour of California is a much better race. Uh, <laughs> one could reach that conclusion. I'm not sure that everyone would reach that conclusion. So, so we're going to base the value of any stage race on what which squad EF Education First brings to it. Is yeah, that, I think so. I think is so. That it? Okay. They won Flanders this year. America's so. team. America's team. Yeah. You know, you guys are gonna think I'm crazy for saying this, or or, or call me a, a, a heretic or or something, but um, I think that uh, the Giro, well, a lot of it has to do with what we've talked about, the way the the races, all the all the mountain stages are, are, are backloaded, and basically the the stages up to date have been a bunch of flat, sort of sprinty, mm-hmm. you know, stages, but. Uh, the 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 Giro I think really lacks for personality this year. I mean I think it misses. Um, I think it misses. I hate to say it. I think it misses the Sky Train. You know, and it just well well it's certainly missing your GC pick uh, Tom Dumoulin now. Yeah, that's he, that's he's no longer there. I guess that's some big news. Yeah, Dumoulin's out. He crashed. Actually, I don't remember why is he out. Did he crash? Yeah, he he did crash. Uh, and lost about four minutes on a relatively benign stage, as as we just as, saying all of them well, have been. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that means that Dumoulin's going to be at the tour, which makes the tour a little more exciting. Yeah. Because Dumoulin's going to be there. But uh, yeah, this Giro has been so far, as far as I'm concerned, so far a snooze fest. But tomorrow is going to be lit because. <laughs> There is a big ass mountain in the middle of that stage. So the thing is, with with the with the Giro and their course profiles, they don't tell you the category of the climb. So I mean, yeah, yeah. is that is that a big stage? I don't know. Can't it tell. Is. It's a big stage. It's all mountains all weekend. I think from, I kn- from tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is going to be mountain extravaganza. It's going to be awesome. It's gonna get torn apart. It's gonna it's gonna be on fire. So let me ask you this then, and, and who, because basically this the the race for the Ciclamino jersey, the purple mm. jersey, purple stuff jersey, is kind of the only thing really going on right now. Um, yeah, I mean the favorite's not even in the pink jersey, but you know Demar won today. Yeah, um, Ewan. No, Demar won yesterday. Demar won yesterday. Ewan, Ewan won, won today. today, but Demar was second. Ackerman won, has won twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Viviani hasn't won. He got relegated. Yep. So the question is, and and there's talk about them leaving the Giro because the mountains coming up. Who's yeah. going to stick it through to get that purple jersey? I well, would say Demar's got the 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 line on that. Now he he he's in it now after the stage today. He is. 
Uh, Viviani, I think, confirmed today that he's dropping out. And I think Ewan will drop out too. Gaviria has already dropped out. That's news. That's right. Since Gaviria's the last out. One. Yeah. I mean, this was this actually had a lot. So both thing. of my sprinters. <laughs> and Ackerman <laughs> took a hard, hard fall two days ago. He might keep going, but I think DeMar might have the staying power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ackerman was third today after that pretty yep. nasty crash. So yeah, I mean, he was like, uh, "What was your? What is it? You said, uh, said it looked like a hot pocket that had exploded <laughs> in the microwave." <laughs> Ouch! Was it a German sausage oh. hot pocket? <laughs> Did you see a oh. bit of his? Well, we saw a lot of him. We saw, we saw a, a lot, lot of his more of them than I, yeah. I saw a lot more of him than I wanted to see yeah. yesterday. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, and, and what you saw and kudos him to him. Was, was was meat suit. You know, just, I mean, it was not his skin. It yeah, was his, it was it was almost like the Cipollini skin suit, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so he, um, but he he actually, I mean, he did pretty damn good today, considering after what happened to him yesterday. Well, right, but I mean, the point going forward is that you, you it's not that you have to do well and be able to contest sprints because there really aren't that many more sprints, if any more sprints. Right. You've got to be able to finish the race at this point. I mean, it's it's going to be the attrition that 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 is going to be the enemy of the of the the big guys at this point oh is, is it a category one tomorrow oh well they, uh, yeah i think they don't do they don't even do hc in the giro but that mm, is effectively now i'm seeing on the stage profile a big where, spike got it okay yeah so all right and so, then it gets worse I know why Townsend likes the Giro. Because he's leading in the fantasy. Oh. Am, am I still leading? You are leading by seven points. This oh. is this is amazing. I've lost my GC, Tom <laughs> Dumoulin. Yep. Yeah. Gaviria was my main sprinter. He's out. Ewan won today, so that probably helped me yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But, a little got bump. but he, he's, he's about to pull out. Well, he is your main sprinter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I might not score another point in this race. I do. <laughs> I do see you got Nate Brown though. So of course who has I've, scored how many points I've got so Nate far? Brown. How many points has uh, Nate Brown scored? Zero. So far? He's got a big egg. Yeah. Um, I also noticed you have a Gibbons on your team. Yeah. Were you thinking maybe that was our friend of the podcast, Thomas, who snuck over to the Giro? I didn't think it was Thomas Gibbons. <laughs> I didn't but it was an homage. It, was it was an homage to Thomas Gibbons. Right. And I like Ryan it. Gibbons is a good pick. He's gotten me some good points. He has. He actually beat his own sprinter today. <laughs> he came ahead of his own sprinter on today's stage. He One, wanted to keep me in the lead. Yeah. He he let him out so well. He just kept leading out. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you got like what sixth or something today. He Fifth got seventh. Uh, seventh. Uh, he, he let him out across he, the line. He yeah. let out Nizzolo. <laughs> yeah, for eighth. Um, yeah. So all right. Well, yeah. that's okay. I, I mean, I think it's gonna get it's gonna get awesome from now on because it hasn't okay. been awesome. We know it's not been awesome so far. It's been like an old school Giro, which was like a a Cipollini Giro, right? Where it's like. The first 10 days is like all for the sprinters and it's been a, I don't know why they did that because it's like a format that we, they know doesn't work anymore. And I don't know why they brought it back, but from now on, it's going to be fire. 
One last point. I want to do uh, rattle off a few names in our uh, in our fantasy squad because we fantasy league because we do have a few quite a few people who joined up. So Townsend, you are leading. Uh, Jiro Del Townsend, mm. uh, Team Jungle Bob, Jungles and Freds. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Judice. Uh, ju- I'm sorry, Bodie. It's pronounced Jiro de Townsend. Jiro. <laughs> Like Giro d'Italia, but Giro de Townsend. Ah, okay. And in third place, Team Gumbo Visma. Gumbo Visma, best, best name. name. Ding, ding, ding. They win. Darcenzo Nibali. That's Dar- pretty Genzo. good. That's really, it's really good. Darnell, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, Matt, where? Because I'm holding down fifth. I'm, yeah. I'm Primo Roslick and the Mazo Funky. We're coming, mm. bros. Because mm. um, Pavel Civica... Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. It's gonna come good. Is Carapaz. That your, is that your... I'm telling you, Carapaz is my sneak pick. Well, He's... Carapaz is your best, definitely your best bet besides on the GC. Right? Rojlik. Oh, you have Rojlik yeah. as well. Oh, but yeah. Matt, where are you? Uh, I'm, are I, you? I can't disclose. Are you that. Swiss Tony? That might be me. <laughs> Fantini. Yeah. Vidi Vici Fantini. Yeah. That that's a terrible. What a terrible squad? What did you do? I don't know. I don't know. I just phoned it in for some reason. Sivakov, Ge- Gogenhart. I have Roglic. You have Roglic. Yeah. Gaviria. Did Gogenhart abandon as well? I don't think so. God, I hope not. Yeah, I hope <laughs> not. I'm, he's, I'm he's on all of our teams. Right? I'm clinging he is because we all life. listen to the cycling podcast. Oh, no. No. Uh, we all listen to Mitch Docker's podcast, and he did the episode with. Gagenhart. I, I didn't hear that. No. I didn't hear that. Either. I was My, like all in on him. Then I was we, like, I like this kid. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in he on. He could still do well in the mountains. All yeah. right, all right. Let's wrap yeah. up the Giro. Um, let's move on to obviously the most important uh, stage race currently. Grand done. Tour. Grand most Tour. Currently, Grand currently tour. done, um, yep. but ongoing. So Tour of California. by uh once again another young phenom Tajej Pogacar. Mm. Yeah. Is it is that or was it Pogacar? I think it was Pogacar. Um well, you'll we'll, have to you'll we'll, have we'll, to, we'll we'll put that back in. You'll have to Oh oh wait just listen guys. My name is Tadej Pogacar. Yes. Pogacar. 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 Mm. Um yeah, uh also uh Slovenian mm. like um, Primus Roglic. Primus Roglic. So who's effectively leading the Giro? I suppose. Well, he's not. He's but, not leading, but he is. He is. You know. He seems to have all the power. So, Poggi. I believe that's his Strava name. Poggi. Poggi. Or Pogo. Pogo. Is it? Po- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Tajes. Tajes. Twenty years old. Yeah. Young. Also younger than Bernal, who won last year. Yeah. Um, Would you and- say Tour California is a young man's race? Seems to be. Yeah. Uh, he came to the front on Baldy. Really, was was the stage that he took the yellow jersey. Yes, and held on to it. Um, the last stage, which wasn't necessarily a formality, and had a lot of good racing. Mm. Um, that race into Pasadena was was super fun to watch, and uh, yeah, yeah, and also another young rider. I mean, too. I just my what I put down was on the rise. Uh, Jasper. Philipson? No, sorry. 
Who Askreen? Yeah, mm. Casper. Casper Askreen. Yes. Phenomenal race for him. I well, mean, he was won in the, the GC first hunt mountain stage and was almost. You know, I think he finished on the podium. Maybe not. We should have his results up. On, on, on the heels of I believe he was a, third overall. Uh, yeah, on the heels of a uh, fantastic classic season as well, to be honest. Second at the Tour of Flanders. Yeah, I mean, uh, what can this guy not do? Yeah, finished third overall. Third overall behind uh, another young rider, Sergio Higuita, in his first World Tour race for EF. His first ever race for EF. Also, yeah, and was it his first pro race as well? Yes. So, um, yeah, so I don't know. It was interesting, though. Uh, uh, TJ, uh, TJ Van Garden, was mm. in the yellow <laughs> after uh, the Tahoe stage that Casper won. Yep. And, you know, there was this whole, there was a stage where there was some crashes and TJ went off the road and, and he lost a lot of time, but they decided to, ex- the commissioners decided to extend the 3K rule to like 3.4K. I, th- I think the issue was they were confusing miles with kilometers. <laughs> and I think that's how that got resolved. A lot, of, a lot of talk about, you know, the home rule. He's the home star. Yeah. The juries are international. On that day, though, I mean, if you if you go and on Twitter, Jonathan Vodders, the, you know, the boss of EF, says we we didn't protest that, and none of this will matter in a few days. Yeah, because, because he knew TJ was going to teach. <laughs> well, I think that yeah, well, pretty much. I, yeah, but I think that Higita was really their man. That Tej right. kind of rode really well onto Tahoe and ended up in the yellow, but yeah. he knew that come to Baldy. Mm. TJ wasn't going to be there. It was right. no surprise that he couldn't keep up. I, I think that was really the case. And, and I think a lot of people put all that pressure on, on TJ and looked at him and, and then here comes Sergio. So I thought, yeah, yeah well, great. You know, I mean, look, makes Vauders look like a genius for signing a Gita. Because literally, I mean, what, he signed him two, three weeks before Tour California started? I mean, he's a brand new signing. I'm guessing it had been it had been in the works for a while because it's yeah. weird to sign someone at, after the season's already started because generally, A, you've already got, you have a maximum number of people on your roster. I don't know how that worked out, really. I don't know how they brought him on. Maybe they just didn't have, they had a spare spot. I don't know. Is there um, like a mid-season you're allowed to pick up a rider? I don't know. Maybe they'd been like lining it up for a while or whatever. I'd love to know the story well, of how they, that did happened. Did they lose anyone? I'm trying to think. Did they? Did did uh, did they have a Kenyuk or somebody who uh, dropped t- out or yeah. anything? No, I don't. I don't think so. It's interesting about Higita though. Is he 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 got third on a little sprint stage? I think it was a stage that had this. It was a pretty. It was a pretty flat stage. They had a, the a Morrow Bay. That was the Morrow Bay stage. That was a really awesome Great finish. finish. That yeah, was, finished third overall in the sprint uh, sprint standings. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was uh we had a uh, him to clerk on the front, yeah. just railing attacked at the front. He gets caught. Stiber goes. Then Higita and Bennett go. Ah, oh, that was a really fun finish. Casper um, uh, Askren won the points competition. Yeah, beating yeah. Peter Sagan. Yeah, I mean, uh, trying to think back. Um, when did Peter Sagan not win the points competition? I mean, he won the first stage, right? Yeah. Uh, Didn't but- he win it something like six years in a row? Something crazy like that, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but you know, he get, he did get he got a stage win, so uh, that was great. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good tour of California, I thought. And uh, yeah, I think that final stage was exciting. That climb and descent and everything. Uh, and yeah, obviously there's some great new talent there that's coming up. Well, it, I mean, you know, I feel like I feel like I think about this every year. Um, is there is there any chance that the tour of California gets to be longer and gets to be closer to an actual grand tour instead of just being a, a you know a race that we sort of jokingly call um, you know Bodie's favorite grand tour? Well, I, th- I think there is talks about possibly moving the date. Um... But I wonder, does it need to be any longer? Like, do you really need... I, I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of a seven-stage... Yeah, it is a great race. I mean, it's a week-long like, stage race, right? I, yeah. I think that there are a lot of limitations to the Grand Tours, and especially in terms of fan fan engagement. Um, this this Giro, totally a good well, example of that. But just... And Americans have short attention spans, right? Right. So, like, seven days is a long time <laughs> to hold their attention. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's it's a tough one, isn't it? I don't think the market's quite there yet to, for America to have a longer stage race than that, really. And, and but kudos to the Tour of California and to Amgen, makers of EPO, uh, yeah, to, for uh, for supporting it for so long um, that they're you know they've they've kept this thing going and uh, and it's obviously very successful. Uh, Peter Sagan won the sprint jersey from 2010 to 2014, five years in a row. Then Cavendish won it in 2015, mm. and Sagan picked back up and won it again in 16 and 17. So he's won it seven times. So he didn't win it. He didn't win it last year. You mentioned the name Cavendish. Wow. Um, who did he? Did he abandon? He abandoned the race. He abandoned the last day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think. You know, we wanted to know is, is he is he back from Epstein Bar? I thought I heard I thought I read something that he thought actually that was good. He did that he was feeling good about things, mm. but didn't didn't have any results at all. Yeah, I feel like uh, the this ship is has the make or break year. This is it. I on, think this is it on his career. Yeah, um, it's a shame. I mean, I, I assume he'll go to the tour this year because he's still gonna they're gonna give him a chance to chase after maybe the record. I don't know, but. You know, I mean, who who else does Dimension Data have as a as a Gibbons, sprinter that they'd send instead? Obviously, yeah, it's Zolo. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, no, I, I think like it's. They, yeah, it's. A, I think it's a big a big worry for him, and I think this is probably. I don't know where his contract stands, but it's got to be. Um, I think this is this is it. This is make or break for him, and uh, I hope he. You know, I hope he keeps going. I hope he can. I hope he can do it. Uh, still. Still the greatest Tour de France sprinter ever. You know, let's not take that away from him. I don't think anybody can say he isn't. But, uh, yeah, it does. it's not looking good for him right now. Um, speaking of Dimension Data, something I had never seen before, but I saw in one of the stages uh, between two Dimension Data writers was a hand sling, a legit hand sling. Actually, mm-hmm. it wasn't between two Dimension Data writers. Uh, someone on Dimension Data went off the front with Ben King to set up Ben King to attack. Yeah. Um, one of the bigger Dimension Data riders. And they brought with a third person. The person in the front kind of pulled off to let Ben go and open, and there was a bit of a gap. And so he reached back and grabbed whoever was also with Ben and kind of whipped him up to Ben's wheel as Ben went off the road. And I 
had never seen that in a race. I mean, you see the Madison on mm. a track, but I've never seen an actual hand sling. Yeah, and you, you've, you've seen guys, certainly seen guys, you know, push another rider yeah, up the road a but, bit, but, but a legit Reach back hand sling. and to throw him onto Ben's wheel. I I've that seen was... that before in the Tour Down Under. Um, there was a two-man break off the front coming up to the second to last time up Willunga Hill, and uh, one of the riders was like, nope. I'm not going to go any further and gave the other rider from the other team yeah. uh, a hand sling to go. And I think they may have got a fine for that, hmm. for doing that. That's yeah. interesting because I also saw in one of the, the you know, each stage the UCI puts out their, um, what do you call it? The uh, communique, communique, which is sort of like lists who gets fined yep. and, 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 you know, what happens. And, uh, there was fines to some of the drivers of the team cars for texting while driving. Wow. Oh. Yeah. That's not cool. <laughs> if you, I mean, that seems like kind of the most dangerous spot, uh, place to text while drive. Because yeah. I imagine there are probably a number of guys on bikes around that you yeah. need to be looking out yeah. for. Yeah. I also yeah. imagine they're, I mean, they're also watching the race in the car. Yeah, they have the, the TV on in the, the car. The whole, the whole uh, World Tour uh, caravan just seems absolutely nuts. Real quick, before we leave that point, is it illegal to hand-sling a rider? I don't know. But, I mean, maybe, I, I, I don't know, if it's on another team. I think it possibly on, is. Remember, maybe so. Remember when yes. Richie, remember when got, Richie a got a wheel? A wheel, yeah. From a rival team. Another Australian on a rival team. And... Uh, and there was there was consequences for that. Remember, yes. I think they I think they both got um, a time uh, penalty. Interesting. For that, okay. Remember? All right. Yeah. So, but, but within a team, okay. Between teams, not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like I don't know. I don't know if I feel that. that I mean, I guess it. There could be if it's happening all the time. Then it's obviously like it's. Uh, you're going beyond your your own team's abilities and yeah but i mean there's some could be, be deals that could be made and all that kind of thing but i thought but a that pure was an sporting act of camaraderie move. it was yeah. a sporting camaraderie move and i think there has to be some kind of level of uh, you know this is i felt that that's a, like a level of panache yeah. in a way like fair gonna, play as you might say in play, the football yes. world fair play it's it's you know that's that's cricket right i mean that's a, that's a sense of fair play Right well, speaking there. of fair play and, and maybe not quite as fair play, there was also a women's tour of California this year. Three there stages. Was. Uh, I think one more stage than in the past. I think I'm, so. I'm not sure. Uh, Anna Vandenbragen won that. Yeah. Um, and in second place was her teammate, Katie Hall, who has won one tour of California last year. Mm-hmm. And they both went one, two on the Baldy stage with Anna Vandenbragen uh, kind of gifting the stage win to Katie Hall. Um, yeah. in exchange for taking the GC. And I, what I thought was really cool was at the end of stage one, when Ander Vanderbregen won, they had the camera on her, and she's like kind of like leaned over her bars, and then here comes Katie Hall, and she's like, fuck yeah, man, and like <laughs> totally got on the broadcast. And I was like, wait, who's an American? Oh, it's Katie Hall. And I just thought that was a pretty cool w- moment. Was Katie Hall racing for Balls Doman last year when she no. won? I didn't think so. UHC. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so okay. she... she, she she, you know, was a, a rider who was able to get out of that circumstance when they folded and moved on up to the world tour. Yeah. Um, and as, as you know, as a domestique for... Moving on up to the east side, as they say in the Jeffersons. Yeah, so she lost her place on what became Rally UHC, mm-hmm. moved to Balls Doman, and, and arguably 
into a better situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I and, thought uh, new, uh, notable was that uh, the you know, American Criterium champion, Pro Crit champ, Leanne Ganser got third on the last stage. Um, mm-hmm. So that's pretty rad for her. World Tour podium, uh, Hoggins Berman Supermint. Just, I don't know. That's kind of cool. That that would be kind of like a, that's similar to McCabe, I think, getting second on that first stage. Yeah, so. yeah very cool. And yeah. to round out the podium overall, Ashley Molman Pasio uh, finishing in third. Who yeah. broke her back in the it, Spring Classics, or she compressed a disc? I was reading about this. In that crash? The crash at Amstel Gold, I believe. Where she rolled her tubular. Mm. I think so, yeah. That's right, in the sprint finish, right? Yeah. And, and a, she, a tire just rolled off. Yeah. She's what it looked like to me. I mean, I, I never racing. actually heard that, but. And, uh,. I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. Uh, guys, just quick, quick uh, shout out and 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 name of note. I don't know exactly know who this rider is, uh, but finishing in fourth place with an awesome cycling name, Clara Koppenberg. Oh, that, great name! Yeah, that is that is pretty great. I agree. Yeah. Um, a rider who we didn't see any of uh, was Corin Rivera. Mm. She had a little bit of technical issues. I believe at the finish of that final sprint, she had like dropped her chain or her chain went, be, uh, yeah, she it got stuck. She was not able to sprint it out and she was pretty upset. And for a moment there, I was gonna be like, dang, well, actually, Trek, Richie Port dropped his chain on the way to Mount Baldy and yep. Trek has had issues, Degenkolb, uh, Ooh, Mad Peterson running the one by, and I was just kind of thinking about, and I, I for a moment have thought Sunweb and Trek are the same team, but they're not. Mm. I don't know what Corin's running. I don't know, but Trek are running SRAM, the new SRAM 12 speed. So, uh, just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing some shade at SRAM. As a, SRAM. As a Shimano homer. Yeah. I'm just yep, putting yep. that out there. Uh, uh, okay, quick what, question, yeah. guys. Um, women's World Tour. Who's leading the Women's World Tour after Tour of California? Wait, wait, hang on. Oh, um, it's got to be uh, Anna Vanderbregen. It is not Anna Vanderbregen. Oh, it's got to be Annemiek van Vluten. It is Annemiek van Vluten. I would say A-B-A-B-A-B-A-B-A. It's got to be one of the two. She did not race the Tour of California. She did not. Yeah. No. Um, I would imagine that's going to stay those two at the top two positions for the rest of the year. Well, it was yeah, it was because it was Marta Bastianelli for a long time. Um, that's on, right, taking on the heels of a couple big results in the spring. Uh, but uh, Annemiek van Vluten has taken over, and uh, yes, Matt. Well, speaking of women's world tour, do you going to talk about the thing that I'm going to talk about? Uh, probably, yeah. Can we talk about <laughs> what's it a- called? What's the name of it? ASO. Oh. Oh yeah, okay. I, yeah. What I what I want to say is like ASO have announced that um, that because okay, so there was a lot of backlash to ASO this year because they did not um, give live footage for not not even live not even live footage. They didn't even give like they basically just gave finish line footage for uh, Flesh Wallon and Liège Best on Liège. And next year, they're just not even going to have a women's race. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I just don't understand ASO at all. I don't understand why they're doing this. I mean, they own the Tour de Yorkshire, and they raised that to a two-day women's race, and it had full footage and everything. I don't know why they're 
It feels like they're shooting themselves in the foot. I have no idea what they're doing. It seems it does seem completely asinine, and it's super unfortunate. Um, yeah, I, I don't. It's you, there's a lot of talk. You know, you know what what can fans do, or you know what how can you you know sort of like vote with your dollars, but or can you know do riders not ride in in in, in the ASO races? I I don't know. It's it just seems yeah so short sighted. When we just have announced a new ten-day women's stage race next year, yes, Battle of the North. So it just—it's it, amazing how like we have these two opposite things going on. When women's racing is is super exciting right now, and we've had you know the crop of riders has really fleshed out into a bunch of hitters and have making more dynamic racing, and and some some organizers just do not want to get behind that, which is I I don't know. It's just well, yeah. That, I think that's incre- incredibly exciting. That um, so this is like across two or three Scandinavian countries. Yeah, Norway, Sweden, and Denmark. Yeah, uh, phenomenal. So, so I'm super excited about. And that. what time of the year is that going to be? Summertime, I presume. I'm that's guessing good, so. That's a good question. I'm I'm actually looking at an article. I don't I don't see a, a, a date, um, but it's it's actually going to combine apparently three existing races mm-hmm. okay yeah so the ladies tour of norway yeah one day i don't know vargada yep world cup and then the danish stage raid post nord Denmark rund i think that's awesome i think that they're gonna get this is gonna be the longest women's stage race right yeah next ten to days. giro rosa um that's great you know 10 days seems like an interesting uh length mm-hmm. maybe tour of california can be 10 days well the giro rosa is 10 days right yeah yeah so cool. I mean, that's that's something to look forward to next year. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, well, on oh, top of that, oh, I, I don't know, but who won the Tour of California in our fantasy league? I just wanted to check on. Oh, that. I don't. Uh, so I think the league uh, self. I don't even know. What were the results? It wasn't that? Swiss Tony. It was not Swiss Tony. It was Swiss Tony's it twin brother. It Wasn't <laughs> me. Um, let's 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 peep at the yeah you ride California love. George Morse. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. What? Yeah. He didn't win Tour of California. Yes, he did. Did he sign up on the last day? <laughs> I don't know. But After he, it finished? He must have. He might have. Whoa, he snook you. Is that what his Facebook comment was about? Oh, so, that's yeah. not cool. So he wasn't in the league and then I don't he know joined. If we do, can we allow that? I don't know. Why not? I mean, he made the team in time. Did I... Did I become? Was I second then? <laughs> you were second, yeah. Oh, God. And I was third. So uh, let's just see. Did he had Pogachar? He did mm. have Pogachar, and he had Hagita. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, there it is. There some, it is. And and Groschardner three fourteen. Well done, George. Um. So yeah, good job, Gold Lightning. Uh, taking out <laughs> yeah, the, the du- reign of Sir Cheerio. The I Dutch flyer that. coming through yeah. at the wow. end, taking a taking fantasy a... flyer for sure. Right. We're gonna we're gonna that. have to introduce new rules for next year. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think if you make a team in time to be, you can join in. Is there a want. way that you can lock out the league? Like in other words, you 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 know you have you have only a certain amount of time to join the league, and then you can close entries. Well, I, I'm going to recommend that to Vela Games immediately. Um, I think I think you know in the past we we put money on these things. I think that would be if you were if we were actually betting something. But yeah. this is really just for bragging rights on the podcast. Speaking okay. of which, the Giro, the winners, uh, the podium of the Giro will re- receive some uh, fine Italian cheeses this year. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. So I am uh, looking good for uh, looking good for the cheese right now. Yeah. Mm, I don't no. know which cheese you will get. Maybe a, maybe a nice gorgonzola. I got a sampler pack last time. That mm, I finished. Well, uh, can't remember if second or third. I didn't win it, but well, we'll see. Quite, we'll see. It's quite tasty uh, sampler variety pack from Costco. I think. Mm, yeah. Well, I want to talk about our friend of the podcast, Thomas Gibbons, who yeah. won the Wilmington Grand Prix this Saturday. Yeah. Kudos, Tom. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, Tom, I, we were promoting a bike race on Saturday, and we were, I was just kind of running all over, and my phone buzzed, and I looked at it, and I had a DM from our friend Matt Urchel, and he DM'd me Adam Meyerson's Instagram post, which had the results... And I go, oh, Tom won a race. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and then I don't know if you also saw, but because uh, there was no coverage of the race, uh, but Meyerson posted, and we can get more into some of the other stuff that Meyerson posted on YouTube, but he posted on Instagram a clip of the, the final two corners of the race from his um, GoPro. And you could see, I don't know if you could actually see uh, Tom come up and, and, and ride past him, but yeah, you, you did. You could, and then you could hear the announcer faintly in the background screaming, making the race call. And he, and, and as Myerson was coming up to the line, you could hear the guy calling the race saying, you know, Gibbons, it's Gibbons, it's Gibbons. Uh, so that was kind of cool as well. You couldn't see him cross the line and win. You could. Them. You actually saw him go past Myerson before those, uh, just before those last two corners. Yeah. He, he came steaming up on the left-hand side of before it. Before that, that, that hot line through the sidewalk and the before plastic post. <laughs> yeah. Before um, the before the scary ass hot line uh, that they took through the sidewalk. But you could see Tom, especially now, it's a lot easier to see him because he has that kind of bright, uh, fiery, orange Abus helmet that he's wearing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And we, he's, we, we actually out. confirmed with Tom today uh, that Automatic has uh, re, uh, redesigned their, their kit from the from the kit that he showed us that we mm. did a little trash or panache on. And, and, I, and I hope we didn't scare him off of that fade um, <laughs> from, from our comments. I, about I it. hope we did. But, but <laughs> maybe we did. But they've, they've gone with a, uh, with a very, very, very tight uh, looking uh, classic, s- classic solid orange with a blue mm. panel. He said they modeled it after their JCPenney automatic uh, sweatshirt, podium yeah. sweatshirts. And and I, I I I responded today. It was very, it's very reminiscent of the Maltani, and you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, no, it looks great. Uh, yeah. They still don't have them, but apparently <laughs> yeah. they'll maybe be but before them maybe before the end of the season uh-huh. they'll have their kits. Yeah, yeah, and maybe they'll have them in Tulsa. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty awesome to see. That was a pro road tour race, so not mm. part of USA Crits, but uh, I think big, I saw big. I mean, that's a big crit, right? That, that's a big race. Pro road tour. That's on the same level as uh, Sunny King Pro Road Tour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know much about the Wilmington Grand Prix, and there there was no really coverage. I actually didn't realize that was it was happening. I mean, I, my head was kind of. Uh, in race promoter mode all last week. So uh, can't wait to hear from Tom uh, about that race and kind of mm. how it all went down. Like you said earlier, uh, Adam Meyerson 
was in that race. I think he got ninth, and he has now has a GoPro on his on his bike. Yeah, and put up a as he called it a corner clinic, and he kind of goes through these two corners a bunch of times. And you know, there's a joke on the internet about every cat three nobody puts an hour you know uploads their hour-long crit to youtube and is like watch my video and like no one ever wants to watch that this is like the perfect person to be uploading it's it's great i watched it this evening and it was it was really informative and just showing how you save energy uh through those corners it's all about it's about it's all about saving watts right it's not about it's not about how powerful you are or anything it's about like how stealth you are and how smart you're riding so yeah you know and so and one of the things that adam uh, recommend well he's not recommending he's saying he's <laughs> he 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 coasts a lot longer he carries more speed into the turn he lets a gap open so he can then then ride through the turn and i'm like man i I've, I've been trying to not pedal as hard this whole time and it just hasn't quite worked for me yeah. well and also just don't i mean like he's avoiding i've been trying to coast a lot as well yeah and i'm letting gaps open um, but usually, like they don't just come back to me like like they did for yeah, Adam. It's slightly uh, different when you and I yeah. are coasting and letting gaps open. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, this is like somebody who's got a huge amount of experience, done a lot of races, and knows how to conserve energy. Right? He knows he knows not to panic. He knows like, okay, I'm not going to be the first guy to jump on that wheel. I'm going to wait for this other guy to come and jump on that wheel. And then I'm going to get on his wheel and all those little moves, all mm. those little. That's an old loops trick of mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what though, when you, when you do it the way he did it and you saw a few times in the video, he'd let a gap open and then you'd, you'd hear him describe. And here's a guy who panicked a little bit and tried to, you know, tried to close, close the my gap, gap or, yeah. you know, but, but it, but, so to to let the gap open and then to let a couple panicky guys get in front of you and still to stick with your game plan and ride the line through that corner as, as if that guy hadn't just come in front of yeah, you and right. was two inches away from your front wheel. Yeah, um, that takes a lot of balls and it, it takes commitment and it takes a lot of skill and 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 balls to do and ex- that. Experience and like the experience, right? Yep. So it's like I mean, like yeah, guts. he's always like guts. about I'm going to keep this line. This is the best line to take. And I, I can coast here. I'm not going to touch the brakes. You don't want to slow down in the corner. You want to just carry your momentum and keep going. And yeah, it's it's very cool to watch. Um, I got to say, folks, I, I'm you know I'm Tulsa Tulsa Tough is coming up, and uh, I was looking at the pre-reg list, and it's really big. And I have never, I think it's like over about a hundred people possibly in these crits. And like I've never raced in a crit with that many people like i thought 40 was a lot at sunny king uh, yeah. or maybe like 50 when i did three years ago um so we had 60 at nola motorsports in that uh four or five race didn't we yeah that, that yeah. i was in you weren't yeah in that. i was not in that race that was um, crazy yeah that's a little different though yeah um, yeah a lot different uh cat three field at tulsa i'm i'm imagining this field's gonna be like a strong i mean it's you know it's it's a it's gonna be tough I feel like all my training has It's going to be Tulsa tough? It's going to be Tulsa tough. All my training at this point is just to be to not get dropped in this Cat 3 race. Yeah. Um, but I, I hopefully, you know, maybe we can well, have a chat with Tom before I do that race, and maybe he'll give me a few pointers on how to deal with a crowd, you know, a pack that big. Yeah. Well, I, we do know he'd get to the front. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I actually going to try it. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to do the staging. And how many yeah, people? Call-ups. 
My points are going to be so low. I'm just going to be yeah. back. Are you oh. even in the 400s yet? <laughs> I'm working. Yes, I am. I'm You're working back. my way back up there. Good. Well, Hopefully so this when, weekend when counts. When is that? When's Tulsa Tough? Tulsa Tough is January 7th. January? 8th, sorry. June. June <laughs> okay. 7th. 8th, June 7th. That's coming up pretty soon. 8th and 9th. Yeah. No. A couple of weeks, right? It's yeah we're 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 uh we're we're not in panic training mode we've done the work yeah most of the hay is in the barn we're good we're just trying to trying to ride this form okay i don't, I don't know why you'd need hay in a barn uh <laughs> for, for bike racing but okay um, yeah for the long winter all right you gotta make the hay while the sun shines and you put it in the barn and then you have it all winter to feed your horses Cody, you mentioned that we didn't get a chance to, to see or follow the, mm. the racing in Wilmington because we were putting on a race. You want to talk about the uh, Fed City Criterium real quick? I do want to talk about the Fed City Criterium. Uh, I think that overall it it went off fairly well. I think we uh, we think we survived another race. We learned a lot, and I I had fun. I had a great uh, time. I, I think I think a lot of other people also had fun. Um, we got we, we we put on a race. We got some results on the internet. Um, people got some experience. We had a clinic. Like I think it was a overall uh, a success. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to start getting into to you know congratulatory backpat mode or anything here. <laughs> but 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 I, but, but I, I did a really good job. No no no. And I want to I want to be I want to be you know as modest as I can about it. And and I think what I'll say will will come off as modest. I think all of us, uh, that that is you and I, and then the folks from uh, Sugar Rush Cycling that we promoted the race with, uh, you know, because of Adam some, and Phil, yeah, Adam and Phil, uh, because of some hiccups that we we had right toward the end. I mean, I think we were all sort of just in survival mode, just hoping yeah. to just hoping to pull a race off, uh, and and our expectations were not particularly high. So we, we absolutely, I think the race exceeded our expectations clearly because, because, of, because our expectations were not that high, but at the end of the day, I, I honestly think it was a, I think it was a quality race and I think everybody was, that was there had a good time. Um, thanks to Matt and, and Jordan for, for kicking out the, the music all day long, Dustin Drews with the Criterium Clinic, mm-hmm. um, you know, turns out we actually had some pretty cool ideas about how to set up the schedule and do some interesting races. We had a fixed gear race that we did elimination format, like a missing out type format. We had a miss uh, a misfit race that uh, we had a bunch of blue bikes come out and show up, and that was super cool. Yeah, um, it was just a nice mix of traditional racing with kind of fun, interesting new concepts or new ideas to try probably not new people have done stuff like that before but different ideas and different concepts a little something for everybody great kids race boy the kids race was yeah was like kind of missed that but i saw the video um look great so yeah thanks everybody for coming out and um i had a blast we you know the day before the race we were all saying no way we're never going to do this again and i'm actually now thinking um it might be worth trying to 
you know that course was 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 actually fun we we did a lot of work uh patching the holes the night before um but i actually i raced i lined up and raced and yeah you did that course even though it you know it, it didn't you know it wasn't like bunch of fun right turns it was kind of some weird turns but it was it was pretty fun the the 180 into the quick left the decreasing radius turn um up up a little hill um i had a blast yeah bodie let me just say it was a thrill and a real pleasure to watch you race that race i don't know how how it felt doing it um but uh man you guys uh i don't get into a deep race report or anything but jack white was in that race who's tremendously fast super fit guy i think you would say on on any day of the week you know you probably have a tough time hanging with him in a crit yeah uh and strong and and strong like bull yeah strong like bull and he (laughs) made a couple really really aggressive moves to try to get away from you guys in that race and um you, Dan Swan, and and uh, your teammate, my teammate, Adam Stevens, just did a monster job yeah. uh, covering all of his attacks. And it really, you know, to me, seemed like, honestly, you know, you did a lot of that, a lot of that work. Swan was on his third race of the day. <laughs> yeah. um, Adam certainly buried himself toward the end of that race to 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 try to help put you in a position to to win it. And 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 and, and dude, you came damn close i mean jack yeah. beat you and he, he beat did. you by yeah. a bike length yeah, but he, he didn't did. beat you by yeah. any more than that no i mean it was it was interesting i'd never really been in a position like that where i was like damn I, I might be able to win this race and it was funny because i just saw that tom had won and i really wanted to comment back to tom like yeah dude i just want to race yeah didn't quite happen you know jack's a monster uh super yeah it was fun um adam shout out to adam because he was like i don't have anything left i might like, just go to the front and just you know control <laughs> this pace and yeah you know that's all that's all i wanted and and it was it was, it was a great it was a great race to watch i mean i really good. enjoyed watching it and like seeing your performance it was like you i thought you were just so on fire that whole race just like i mean after watching the the one down at the motorsports park where you know it was like you were putting it in and everything but this one you were just like in there in the zone and i thought like you were having a really Good time, a good race. And it was, it was a, from a fan's perspective, it was a great race to watch. You guys all stayed together, you know, four man break off the front, the whole race, uh, guys putting in attacks, covering attacks, everybody staying together, coming down to it, to a, 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 a crazy sprint finish the way it did. I thought it was the best call it uh, two, three, four race of the year so far. (laughs) Great. Yeah. Um, and so the one thing I thought was interesting and and I, I didn't think I was in a race, so I did a workout on Saturday morning, and then did then you know we we stayed at we were at the course till ten, fucking patch and shit, do a really hard workout on Saturday morning. Then we then we're doing race promote, and I'm standing around running around like crazy trying to do podiums, get prizes, and I'm like, well shoot, I will sign up and race. And my legs felt good, so I'm like, what? I don't I don't understand. Like, do I need to maybe do? Maybe because you were maybe because you weren't even thinking about it. Yeah, and you were just relaxed, and it was like, hey, it is what it is. It's kind of maybe is the yeah. It's hard. It's 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 hard. It wasn't to, getting in your head. It's hard to not let these things get in your head. I think yeah. as I have done more racing, though, it, it does get a little bit. It's less intimidating. Yeah. Um, a race, I think racing in Mobile against some of those really strong riders, and then this on Sunday, like you know, I eventually got popped, but like. It's not as intimidating now. So we go to Tupelo, and I'm gonna have to jump in the one-two-three race uh, for the crit champs. I, I feel a little more confident. I'm not sure. I'm, 
probably will get dropped as well. But I, it, right. it takes off some of that fear, which then kind of leads to like that adrenaline, which like kind of like messes with your legs, you know, right. when you, if, you, if you don't want it. Um, so yeah, interesting lessons learned and uh, was just, yeah, it was good. So I'm glad that we put the race on. I'm glad that we gave people opportunity to race uh, in, uh, in New Orleans. Well, I thought it was a super fun day out. I had a blast. Um, it was really cool seeing all the different races. I thought the Misfit Crit was awesome. Uh, kudos to you, Townsend, finishing third in the Misfit Crit, just behind your teammate, uh, Kurt Gerrand. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought he'd been, I don't know, but I was just surprised because yeah. he'd been pulling you the whole way yeah. and you and I thought he was just like setting you up yeah, for, to come out well, to come I tried. out for the sprint. That was my race plan <laughs> uh to sit in his draft the whole race and yeah. then try to come around him right at the end but I I found no matter how hard I pedaled uh he managed to stay in front of me uh regardless. Yeah, I mean, what a beast that guy is. I mean, you just you just uh yeah. Or did did we mention I don't know, were we burying the lead here? Did we mention that we were on a tandem? Oh. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah. notice that because yeah. I was behind the DJ booth. I oh, just, okay. I just saw you guys flying past at high speed. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Um, big so shout we out. actually finished tied for second. Okay, well, okay, well, he still was ahead of you. I'm just, <laughs> but what, you guys did share the second place uh, wooden uh, token. Big shout out to our teammate Jason Cash for going <laughs> full Graham Obrey on. <laughs> the blue bike yeah with his yeah. hands over the end of the of, of the, the basket, basket. Yeah. on the front of the bike uh great technique there and uh, just he just smashed that i want to uh, give a shout out to blue bikes who for the second time have have, have, <laughs> done, have brought bikes yeah. to our races and <laughs> let, let people uh, race them. let people race on them which is great i mean yeah I, I appreciate that. Um, like we, no one could bring the pedal assist uh, bike into the race, but uh, yeah, that would have been pretty funny. And yeah, I also no. want to give a shout out to North Shore Cycling, uh, who donated a bunch of the prizes. Yep. Speaking of cash, who won cash won a set of tires. Yeah. If there's anybody in the world who needs a set of new tires, it is Jason Cash. So he thank needs, you, Pete, for hooking that up. He needs tires. He needs pedals. He needs a crank set, uh, possibly a frame and stem and maybe handlebars and a saddle and maybe a full group set. Yeah, well, it's interesting <laughs> because he was, I think he was just as fast on the blue bike as he was on this, on his on his road bike. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think uh, probably weighs about the same and, and the componentry is probably uh, comparable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, speaking of componentry, mm. I think we got to move on to a little short little cans a bit, because oh. because that's that's going to be a race that features a lot of componentry and how you handle the elements, and what we're hearing, what the whispers are, on the internet is it might be wet. So I think we're going to yeah. kind of close this episode mm. of the podcast out with a bit of. Tire talk. Come on. Let's talk about tires. Baby. Let's talk about FMB. Let's talk about all the good things that gator skin. That makes me. Let's talk about tires. All right. Let's do some let's do some cans of tire talk. Uh well yeah, I mean speaking of tire talk, my partner Emily, who is training for Kanza yep. and has I gotta say, I'm amazed at the amount of prep work that she's done. 
And she's putting in the work. She's put and, and I'm talking about like she just gets like new gear and I'm like, oh, what's this? She's like, oh, I got this light or I researched this thing and I found this thing and I've got them like, yeah. oh, wow, that's awesome. Like you take such initiative. And so she ordered because she heard it might be muddy, mm. some new tires. She had the Schwalbe one G's originally. The, the yeah, the, the G ones. Yeah. But yeah. now she's going to, she has a Terravel. And, let, and let's point out, so she's on a cyclocross bike yeah. that has, so I think the biggest tire she could possibly run is probably like a 38, right? She probably could. She's running 35. She probably could have fit a 38. Yeah, but, you, yeah but then but you've got the, the mud clearance yeah, issue. Effectively, you, she, a, a 38 might spin in her frame. Right. But effectively the biggest tire she could probably run for Kansas would be a 35. Right. Which is, which is on the small side. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be running like 42s. I saw she's on the small side though. Well, she, she is on the small <laughs> side too. Yes. But, uh, you know, but it's like, you know, it's all about, uh, Hey, compared to a mountain bike tire, that's tiny, right? Yeah. So yeah. No. Uh, yeah. So she, she, um, I know she reached out to me a little bit this week and we had a little bit of back and forth about, um, about possible tire things. And, and actually I mentioned the Terravail and she was like, Oh yeah, that's one that I've been looking at. So, so that was, um, I guess she ordered the Terravail cannonball is the tire that she, uh, she ordered to run and uh, I don't know a lot about it but I, I saw that um, it had been kind of one that people had been recommending and looking at and it's very available in different sizes like a 35 so uh, yeah I mean it's I well, don't know I, I, I mean I hope it's not wet um, I guess they've been getting a lot of rain yeah I, I'm going to be there as support uh, one of a few people who are doing support for the whole boss lady crew who are going and I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm can do a lot of good things, and I can help out in a lot of ways. But I honestly don't know much about tubeless tires, disc brakes, <laughs> all things that her podcast. Well, it's good that she's got you in in her pit then. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> all, for all of them, I mean, I'm I'm sure they're reassured by hearing this. Yeah, right now. I mean, I don't. Whoops, I mean, I, I, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, so, what could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, I did notice, yeah, so um, teammate Elise Bahasa, uh, I, I saw her on Sunday rocking a pretty sick uh, rig that is actually has previously been ridden at Kansas, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, Sweet Cannondale uh, disc and uh, yeah, pretty, pretty sick, uh, sick bike um, that's actually owned by Aisha McGowan. Yeah, she's riding her old Cannondale with some nice, nice zip wheels. Uh, looks yeah. like it'd be a pretty, uh, pretty fun ride for Kanza. Um, I think. I mean, I picked it up. It's like super light. I'm yeah, sure it weighs like twenty pounds less than her original bike. So that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I- I'm excited. I- I'm also gonna. I'm gonna try and maybe do a workout on Saturday. Matt, you kind of recommended against doing that, but well, I'm gonna, I'm curious to see. I'm gonna bring my cross bike as well to ride some gravel mm. while we wait. And I'm wondering if this is a thing that other people do. I'll, am I also gonna get in trouble by? I'm really curious if I. Where can are you gonna some, ride it? Like on the course? Well, I figure there's there's probably got to be other roads that don't go on the course. Uh, like other gravel roads yeah. nearby or something. I don't know. They don't release the route until this weekend. Oh really? Yeah. They don't actually show. They don't even know what the the, the actual route. Well, you be. could go on the. Um, 
I can't remember the name of it now, but there's the the gravel road gravel road finder oh. app. Uh, and oh, grinder. What's it called? What's it? Yeah, grinder. That's it. That's our that's our app. But there actually is a website that Wait, maps really? gravel roads. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And it's not called Grinder. Because <laughs> that would seem like an obvious name for it. Yeah. Yeah. How's okay. that? Making gravel connections. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to is look it, it up. Groder Gravel Map. Gravel map. It's called gravel map. Gravelmap.com. Wait, wait. Is there, if you plug in New Orleans, does it show our our gravel roads? It does. Would you like me to show you real quick what uh, huh. what it's got? It's basically got the 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 CNC road, the gravel that we we ride up. Uh, there it is, right there. Up. Okay. Well, that's not New Orleans. No, so. that's 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 Enon. That's. That's all the gravel that North Shore has. It just it, shows the North Shore gravel. It, it, you have to map it out. It has to be mapped out and charted by an individual. So we could go we up could there add and we stuff could submit to it. a bunch of stuff. Well, we should do that. Or we should, could submit a bunch we, of stuff. Maybe we shouldn't. Well, maybe we shouldn't. Secret gravel. <laughs> oh, secret gravel. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. if uh, hmm, Should you go and do that? I think you're going to be pretty damn busy that day. You're going to be like moving. So there's like three different rest stops, right? They changed it up. There's two this year. Only um, two? Only two supported checkpoints. There's wow. one in the middle that's just water. So there is going to be five to six hours between checkpoints. Oh, well, you, you could go see a movie. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, movie theaters down that part of Kansas. You, should, you could go hang out at... Um, why am I blanking out on her name now? Would just listen to a podcast uh, with uh, her and uh, Ted King on Ted, the organizer of Dirty Kansas, who owns the shop in the middle of Emporia. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but uh, could go hang out at her place. Well, it starts at Emporia in Emporia, yeah, right? and, and finishes and finishes. Kind of so it's a loop in the middle. Yeah, it's yeah. a loop. Um, but it, okay. But I, while we're on tire talk, guys, mm. I want to say I've been riding some specialized turbos. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's what they're called. Maybe Turbo they're, cottons? They're not cottons. No. Just the black ones. All right. The black ones, yeah. Solid tire. $55. Solid. Completely solid? No air in it's it at like, all? It's like a good... It's a supple... I've been racing on them. It's it's fairly supple, um, but mm. also... Has inner tubes? Yes. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> Just got to say, shout out. Good tire. Uh, I'm into it. All right. Um, one more thing. While we're on tires, we did get a little bit of viewer mare. Wow. Viewer what, mayor? Yeah, a <laughs> horse. We got a viewer horse. Um, viewer male. Uh, last week we talked, or last show we talked about, well, you know, what would we call the tire for Matt? You know, oh, for yeah. For Sir Cheerio. What would Sir Cheerio's tire be named? And I mm-hmm. thought it would be Sir Cheerio. And we asked also, like, what kind of tire would it be? And then I said we should crowdsource the name because yeah. I thought Sir Cheerio was a little bit too obvious. And okay. turns out we got a suggestion. So Dan Brock, a uh, friend of the pod, uh, he suggested... The mat, multi-aspect, multi. It's an acronym. It's an acronym. I like. I like the mat. Multi-aspect tubeless tire. I love it. Or yeah, mixed assault tubeless tire. Mm, Okay. Sounds kind of like a gun. Yeah. Um, I like the multi-aspect. Multi-aspect. I like tubeless tire. Yeah. So. So something that can cover different scenarios yeah 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 you put it on your boon that seems that's your kind of multi-aspect tubeless tire that's your jam the mat 
the M-A-T-T in, uh, yeah, I can see big stamped kind of letters. Mm -hmm. Sort of sort of an F-N-B type uh, sort of stamp on the side there. Yeah. M-A-T-T. Like a military stencil for yeah. each letter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. I like there it. There we go. MASH. Like MASH. The exactly. MASH logo, but it says yeah. Matt. Yeah. There you go. All right. That's, that's, that's your title. I love it. He also recommended... Because I had asked, you know, if there are any aluminum bikes that are made in the States. Yeah. And he recommended a Rock Lobster. That's true. Rock Super Lobster. Yeah. I thought about that. And yeah. yeah. I mean, how did I not think about Wait, that? Wait, I think we know somebody who just got a Rock Lobster. We do. Rito Casey. Rito That's Casey. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I started looking into that. Maybe, maybe that'll be my next new bike. Mm, interesting. All right, well, guys, this is T Bone. I'm signing off. I'm saying uh, thanks to uh, thanks to Mike Way for the shout out on uh, Beth's friend's Fondo this uh, this Sunday. We didn't even talk about that. Yep, rode up rode up next to me and uh, said uh, how much he enjoyed listening to the podcast. And in fact, said I hate it when you guys take a week off. Oh, oh. wow! So thanks for listening, Mike. Yeah. Well, th thanks for all that pressure there, Mike, uh, that we can't <laughs> enjoy time with our families or anything. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> cheers for that, Mike. Uh, this is Sacherio saying, uh, we didn't mention it, but uh, Matthew Vanderpol is now <laughs> leading the mountain bike World Cup, and I'm saying he's going to win it. This is the Bodie Bodie saying, Townsend, thank you for bringing up Best Friends Fondo, which also was a lot of fun on Sunday and then became quite Apoplectic. 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 No. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. Wow. I think that's okay, the word you were word. searching for. Woo. Um. And Bodhi, didn't you win that fondo? Technically, I did win the fondo. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Kudos. Technically, I did win. Um. I also was the first over the bridge on the way out. Looking forward to that for that photo. Um. So. Shout out to the BFF crew and Scott for putting that ride on. Absolutely. Super fun. Look forward to doing it again. Uh, this is the Bodie Bodie. Any questions, comments, or concerns, send us an email at yayuride at gmail.com. Or you can just slide into the Yeah You Ride's DMs um, like our friends Matt and Dan have done. Uh, look out for the Winston-Salem race this weekend with usa crit stop number three and uh, good luck to our friends at automatic racing good night